anyone that you connect with automatically, you're like, I just really vibe with this person. Mm -hmm. It's because you guys have shared beliefs, values, and identities. Welcome to The Pursuit. I'm your host, Ben Spangle. I'm excited to have you here today at our show. We're all about helping you in the pursuit of your best body, mind, spirit, and life. Thanks for being here. wanted to come on really quickly and share with you something I created for you that I'm very excited about. You know, I'm a, a big fan of using our mind and the tools that we can use within it to begin to create our life, our ideal life, the way that we want to. There's many different things that we can do this. And I know that if you're listening to this, you're intuitively, you already believe that you have the power to be, do, and have whatever you want. You already believe intuitively that you can create your life by design. But often I find people, as much as they believe it, they keep kind of repeating programs of the past. They keep, you know, self-sabotaging at times, running into the same issues or, or even having struggles of the same. So maybe, you know, continuing to struggle with money, uh, maybe continuing to struggle in relationships, continuing to struggle in creating the, the body and the health and fitness that we want, or whatever it might be, maybe your own personal happiness. So what I've done for you is I've created a, I think it's about five or six minutes, but a visualization that you can use a guided visualization to help you achieve your goals. I know there's things that you want. I know there's things that you can have and you can be and you can do. And so I wanted to give you a tool that you can apply in your life to begin to create that in your life and create it in your mind so it begins to show in your outer reality. So if you go to benspangle.com forward slash gift and you can download that visualization for free, the guided visualization on achieving your goals. All right, let's get you back to the show. I'm looking forward to today's episode. It's one I've been looking forward to since Brennan and I connected. I've got Brendan Lucero with me today, and uh, you're going to hear from this, but he's an expert in messaging, communication, and I don't care what kind of business you're in. This is something that you're going to be able to improve in your life and your business. Give you a little bit of background. He's the founder of New Generation Mastery Program, the New Generation Entrepreneur Podcast as well. And really what he's done in his business life is, is shown how online content shifted part of me, how online content's created and distributed by not only what do we say and how do we communicate by shifting our beliefs, the psychology and understanding the psychology of selling products online too. So I'm really excited to have you today, man. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here and I'm always so just grateful anytime someone has me on their, on their show. So I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so to give people a bit of background before we jump into messaging and communication, uh, tell, tell me a little bit about how did you end up in this world like where you are now? Yeah. I mean, like my, I've always kind of known that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And I think, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs know that you're just kind of like, you go against the status quo. You're like, I don't know if I really want to do this. I remember even just working for my dad and his company, which was <clears throat> a very easy job, cush job. I can kind of take time off when I wanted to, but I remember sitting there going like, is this really what I'm going to do for like the next 40 years of my life? Am I really just going to like have the two weeks vacation, maybe a Friday off here and there? I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I want to do that. Like two weeks a year to myself. Are you kidding me for the rest of my life? I'm like, no, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't want that. Mm -hmm. So through a whole series of different events and twists and turns and, you know, things like my dad's company eventually going under me being out on my own, not having a college degree because I dropped out of school, building websites on the side. It was a door to door salesman for a little bit, just trying mm -hmm. to figure out what I wanted to do. 
Mm-hmm. And I always knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, own a business. I had no idea what it entailed. I always thought it was like, yeah, you show up, other people do your work for you. You make a ton of money and that's it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. so misinformed. <laughs> for sure. Sign me <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I eventually started a company called soldwithvideo.com, which was basically making real estate videos for agents. So like okay. listing videos and stuff like that. Yeah. Built this beautiful system where agents could upload their videos and photos. It would go right to my team overseas. They would edit the videos. And then the system was the middleman communicating between the two, what changes need to be made. And I was like, great, I can make $10,000 a month, can go do whatever I want to do. The system runs itself. And um, only problem was I made no sales. Mm. And then I had to learn like, okay, well, maybe people need to market those videos, video SEO. So I started to learn that. And then I started learning YouTube marketing. And then I started teaching YouTube marketing. And then I partnered with... Uh, a buddy of mine, James, wasn't a buddy at the time, but we we mm. became friends, uh, James Wedmore, and we created a product around YouTube marketing for local businesses. And then it just like, again, it just kept evolving. And then I just eventually started um, my own thing teaching like video marketing. And then that was like an eight year journey that eventually led to me to the point of like, and James actually brought it up to me. He's like, you know, you're really good with like messaging and copy and communication and like how to communicate. And he's mm. like, do you think I can hire you? I'm like, for yeah. what? He's like, just to review my scripts and like rewrite them. He's like, you just have a gift for it. You have a knack for it. And I was like, really? Wow. And he goes, yeah. And he's like, you built this video business and all of this stuff. And he's like, your messaging, your communication is really good. And then that eventually led to where we are now, which is like, that's all I do is I teach the mm-hmm. communication behind everything. And I always say, it doesn't matter how good your strategy, strategy is, <clears throat> or if you try a new strategy, if you're not able to communicate, you don't have the right headlines that match up to what you're saying in the webinar. It doesn't have the right presentation. You're not communicating the right things at the right time. Like it all falls apart and mm. it's usually overlooked by a lot of people, but mm. I would say 90% of the time when you're having an issue with your marketing sales, getting engagement, it, it comes down to how you're communicating inside mm. your brand. And that's kind of my 12 year journey in five minutes or so. That's cool, man. What for you, what were, in your own businesses as you've grown, what have been the biggest communication lessons you've learned? Well, the biggest one is you just have to get into, you have to speak from the perspective of the person you're trying to communicate with. Mm. Um, And I mean, it's the same with anything, any sort of like great communication in a relationship or with my kids, I'm always looking at like, okay, where, where are they at? What's their perspective? How do I communicate so that we both get what we want? You know, Mm. like a perfect example would be like, if I wanted my son to clean up Legos in his room, instead of just walking in there and be like, dude, clean up the Legos. It's a mess. I could be like, Hey, well, let me tell you a story about when I was a kid and I got really hurt because I jumped off the bed and I stepped on a Lego and they're really sharp. I really don't want you to get hurt and I don't want anyone else to get hurt. What if like we start cleaning up your Legos so that you really don't have an opportunity to cut your foot and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, that's a much better way of communicating versus demanding. Totally. He gets it, you know? And, and so these sorts of lessons I think are the biggest ones because it's like most people, when they communicate, they want to convince and explain why you need them Mm. instead of allowing the audience or the person you're trying to sell to come to their own conclusion. And that's half the battle is just like, start the conversation where your audience is at. And most people, for most of us, they're at a problem. That's why they're going to work with us because they have a Mm. problem. So communicate that, start talking about the problem, why the problem exists, what the problem is, show your understanding of the problem, make them feel heard, make them feel validated. What are the emotions are going through? All of that language has nothing to do with fixing it. 
but it has everything to do with letting the person know that you understand them. You understand the situation, you know, why the situation is happening. And then they start to build uh, trust, two types of trust, trust in you is like a human to human. They just like you. Mm. Mm. But number two, they also have to trust in your ability to solve the problem. And even though you're not mm. talking about the solution, but you should demonstrate an understanding of the scenario, they start to develop that trust in your ability to solve the problem as well. Hmm. Can you just to, for greater context, even for myself, can you give me an example? Let's yeah. let's use use real estate or let's use a, a realtor as an example. They may not be running online marketing funnels, but they're yeah. doing social for sure, right? So, right. Yeah. So, well, let me let me run you through an analogy first, yeah. uh, like a little analogy, and then I'll go into that specific example. Sure. So, the example I always give is. We're going to make up a scenario here. So let's just pretend you have this stomach pain and it started like two weeks ago. Okay. It starts mm -hmm. at seven 30 at night at eight 30. It's totally bizarre. Totally weird. You don't know mm -hmm. what it is. You go to nine doctors and nine doctors are like, dude, I have no idea what's wrong with you. I don't know what this is. I've never seen anything like that before. Mm. You're probably going to feel like discouraged. You're going to feel depressed. Maybe like there's no end in sight and you're not going to feel very good. Right. And mm -hmm. so you have to imagine that's where your audience is at right now. Like they have a problem. No one has been able to fix it. No one has been able to tell them what it is. Mm -hmm. Now, if you go to that 10th doctor and you just walk right into the door and that doctor takes one look at you, you don't even say a word, but that doctor says, ah, let me guess. Stomach pain started about two weeks ago. Starts at mm -hmm. seven 30 at night, ends at eight 30 at night. You're like, yes. How did you know? Mm -hmm. And the doctor goes, oh, you have like, I don't know, stomach loop or, or whatever, mm -hmm. call it whatever. You're going to be like, okay, yeah, I have stomach loop. You're going to feel relief. You're going to feel like, oh my gosh, this, like there's an end in sight. Mm -hmm. Now let's pretend that doctor just says, well, good luck with that and walks away. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do? You're going to chase that doctor down. For like, sure. Doctor, yeah. Doctor, like, what's the solution? How do we fix this thing? Like what caused it? Like, help yeah. me. Yeah. And you're going to ch literally chase them down, asking for the solution, asking to work with them. But that doctor never said they had a solution. They never told you what the solution was. They didn't show you their credentials, their medical degrees. They didn't show you their certifications. They didn't show you testimonials. They didn't show you social proof. They didn't show you anything. But mm -hmm. what they did is very specifically and accurately described what your problem is. Maybe they explained why it is. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, fine. Someone finally gets me. Someone finally mm. hears me. Yeah. And I'll never forget the day um, when I kind of realized this because I was walking through the kitchen and my wife was on Instagram. It's like four or five years ago. And she goes, wow, this person's content really makes me feel heard. And I was like, what do you mean makes you feel heard? And because up mm -hmm. to that point, I was like, everyone's talking about how content should add value and give mm -hmm. information and how to, which we still totally. need. But I yeah. never heard anyone talk about content that way. And it was, she was talking mm -hmm. about the holistic psychologist and she's like, oh, yeah. she's just nailing like, these like issues I'm dealing with and then totally correlates it back to like childhood, but very specifically. And it's like so accurate and it feels like she's inside my head. And then I started to realize, wow, there's a lot more to content than what we've been told. And so mm. to relate this back to your other example, like a, a real estate agent or something like that, um, mm -hmm. or a realtor, you know, some of the messaging and, and stuff like that, that I would probably start with. And this is why experience is so important because you start to learn and hear and talk mm -hmm. to, and you start to formulate, okay, this is the problem. This is what their thoughts are. These are what the concerns are. Mm -hmm. But for me, I would be like, okay, if, like if I wanted to work with first time home buyers, you know, mm -hmm. like and I remember being a first time home buyer, kind of like wondering what does the process look like? Um, how does the pre-approval work? Like all mm -hmm. of these sorts of things. And I saw a message 
on Instagram that says like, Hey, if you're looking to buy your first house and you're confused on how pre-approvals work, you're not sure what you can afford. You're not sure what the process looks like. You're not sure what it's going to cost you. Send a 15 minute, like just spend a 15 minute call and I'll break it all down for you. And they never mm. said anything about buying the house, but they're like talking to into my head, you know? Mm-hmm. And another concern I had was like <clears throat> half of my, you know, uh, half of my net worth was going to be going into our down payment on our first house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even if it said like, are you just stressed out? You're concerned about half your net worth going to go get as you know, going into your deposit. You're not blah, blah, blah. And just start mm-hmm. nailing all mm-hmm. these accurate, accurate things. I'd have been like, wow, mm-hmm. this person just really gets me and understands me. And then I have more of like a rapport, even though I never talked to that person, their, their marketing just becomes a lot more effective. Mm-hmm. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yep. Um, I'd like to, uh, I love this is, uh, not everyone listening. It was mostly entrepreneurs, but not everybody listening runs necessarily online sales or funnels. Right. But, but right. everybody's in business. So messaging communication, can you talk a bit about how we begin to apply even I guess more of this into perhaps social media because when you said I guess a good example of it but we were taught just kind of value posts I feel like that's all I've done in my social media careers <laughs> it's kind of like value posts and it has been stagnant I'm not reaching the people that I want to reach so right. this is a great example of <laughs> you know yeah. that but yeah sure yeah so I'll use another metaphor or analogy to kind of break this down and then I'll go into the specifics but yeah um <clears throat> You know, like I, I used this example last week and I told people like, imagine you're driving your car and then anytime, you know, just out of the blue, anytime you go out of over 40 miles an hour, mm. the car starts to shake and the mechanic may look at that and the mechanic knows the solution is, I don't know, the timing belt. And I don't know if that's accurate. So any car sure. people out there like that brain yeah. makes no sense. Like yeah. I know that maybe, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why that <laughs> car did. This is just a, a made up example, yeah. but let's just say it's the timing belt. So the mechanics are like, oh, it's the timing belt. Now, the way most people communicate, whether you're a course creator or not, or mm. you have, it's just any business owner, the way most mm. of them communicate is they put a sign out that says, need a new timing belt? Mm-hmm. Come on in. We have a solution for that. Mm-hmm. But the person driving the car, whose car is shaking and they have going over 40 miles an hour, they have no freaking clue that it's the timing belt. So mm-hmm. you're trying to sell them something that can help them, but they mm-hmm. have no clue that it can help them. Mm-hmm. Now, if I continue driving down the road and I see another sign and the sign says cars starting to shake once you hit 40 miles an hour, question mark, come in, we mm-hmm. have the solution. Like mm-hmm. which one do you think I'm more likely to go into? Probably number two, because it's just so specifically and accurately described the symptom or the problem that I'm having. Yeah. And so when it comes to sales and content and marketing, there's four quadrants of content that I like to focus on. One mm-hmm. of them is called, literally called like, self-identifying or diagnosing, which is you're almost like a doctor diagnosing someone. And the holistic Mm -hmm. psychologist, if anyone follows her on Instagram, is Mm -hmm. amazing at this, Mm -hmm. where you just start with the symptoms. Like, are you experiencing this, this? And it has to be specific and it has to be accurate. It cannot be generalized because Mm -hmm. we need their subconscious to be like, that's me, that's me, Mm -hmm. that's me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it could be like an Instagram slider, for example. Like, are you experiencing this very specific problem if so, and then it's like swipe, you may be doing this very specific action mm. that is causing the problem. And now people go like, holy, holy crap, like I'm experiencing that problem and I'm making that mistake. Now they mm. self-identify with it and they feel like you're starting to diagnose them. Like, okay, now I'm starting to, this person like totally understands me and gets me. Mm-hmm. And it just builds this rapport. Like we get a lot of people, when you nail this, a lot of people will start DMing you 
they'll start re reaching out to you asking like, how do I work with you? you like you just described me to a T. Um, and there's a bunch of different ways to do that, but that is one quadrant of content. It's, the it's, other quadrant is, sorry, were you, did you? Yeah, one sec on that. So it, yeah. what you're talking about there is in that quadrant. So the diagnosing, there's no solution at this point. It's just, Correct. yeah. Correct. If you're and, and seeing the, this, this is happening that you might be doing this. Right. And the call to yeah. action on these are, are like, just, if you need help with this, like reach out to me. Got it. Um, we, we had one student who did that and she got 200 DMS in like 24 hours. And people were like, how do you, like you nailed it? How do, how do I work with you? And yeah. she was like, I don't know what to do. I'm so overwhelmed. I'm like, just do a <laughs> webinar, invite them all to a webinar yeah, and just, invite totally. them. there's yeah. no way you could do that. Like one-on-one, -on -one, yeah. but, yeah. um, but that's, that's one style of, of sort of content or messaging communication you want to use. Yeah. The next one is, um, connection. So this is where you build the trust. Like I like using human to human. Yeah. And what I always tell people is, is there's three things that really form human connection and it's beliefs, identities, and values. Mm. And I'm willing to bet like anyone that you connect with automatically, you're like, I just really vibe with this person. Mm -hmm. It's because you guys have shared beliefs, values, and identity. So like you're mm. both entrepreneurs or parents mm. or whatever, mm -hmm. you have the mm -hmm. same beliefs on life or whatever it may be. And then you just carry the same values and the deeper and more important each one of those is to you and the other person the deeper the relationship's going to be. And, mm. and we want to incorporate that into our messaging and content as well mm. to get that no like, and trust. Mm -hmm. The third would be educational content. So we still want that like information based content, but mm -hmm. it doesn't always need to happen in the form of tutorials. I always tell people think of like an encyclopedia versus a Ted talk. One's way more engaging and mm -hmm. one's way more um, like mind blowing than the other one. When we look at best-selling books, they're always like giving people new perspectives, new ways of thinking. They're not just teaching all the time. Right. Um, and then even when you do teach, you still want to have, you know, talk about the problems in the beginning instead of just getting into the content. Right. So if I wanted to create a video called like how to create engaging content, I would say, hey, if you're a course creator and you've been putting out really good content and no one's resonating with it, it's like crickets, even though you know it can help people, then this mm -hmm. video is for you. And all I did was started off the messaging communication yeah. with a problem. It was, it's so that they, they subconsciously are like, that's exactly what I'm dealing with. This is totally relevant for me. Right. And then we get yeah. longer show up rates. We have more people showing up to stuff. Hmm. Um, but then the I third, third quadrant or sorry, fourth quadrant would be um, what I call thought reversals. And these are perspective shifting pieces of content. They're still educational but they're there to shift people's perspective. So an mm. example of this would be like, if I said um, how to content is the worst way to build an audience online. Most people believe mm. that to be true. Mm -hmm. But if I said like Gary Vaynerchuk, Grant Cardone, Simon Sinek, Brene Brown, huge audiences, probably at mm. the top of their game, they're not mm. relying on tutorials. Like go look at their profiles where they're not doing tutorial, tutorial, tutorial. Mm. So why do you continue to do tutorial, tutorial, tutorial? And people are like, Oh my God. I never realized that that before. Yeah, I've never thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then you shift their perspective. So now they have a different perspective and you're like, so what are they doing? Well, they're doing this, 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 and this. Mm -hmm. And then this is, that's like mind blowing content. So what mm -hmm. I find is when you take all four of these sort of elements and you use it within your brand, you start to gain everything you need for a sale. You start to gain authority. You start to become the only person they want to follow because mm -hmm. you're the one just 
changing the game, blowing their mind. They like mm -hmm. you as a person. They have this internal desire, demand to want to work with you because they trust your ability to solve the problem. And mm -hmm. so even inside of our ads, our webinars, our sales funnels, we're using all of these elements to gain mm -hmm. all of these things we need in order to make the sales process a lot, a lot easier. That's amazing. If you had to, I'd be hard to ballpark exactly, but in terms of everything leading up to, let's say a webinar as an example, or a presentation, if you're in sales, what component of the messaging up front do you think dictates the actual final sale? All of it. I think all of it, you know, <laughs> it's, um, what I have found from sales and it's probably not any mind blowing information or anything, but like yeah. people need, obviously we've all heard when they need to know the know, like, and trust. Yeah. They also need to trust in our ability, ability to solve the problem. Right. And they also need to believe that it is possible for them to solve the problem because even if they trust our ability, they trust, like they trust me they trust the ability, but they don't trust themselves to be able to do it. Then it all sort of falls, falls apart. And so what I find is when we combine all of these things together, especially with the educational content, it starts to lay a path for them to be able to easily consume and see where they need to go and what they need to do, which makes it easier for them to be like, I, I can do that. So, mm -hmm. um, all of those things are really important and messaging is the communication and there's no, in my opinion, there's, it's impossible to make a sell without any form of communi communication, whether it's copy totally. live, whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, yeah. th that's it. In, in my opinion. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense for sure. Of course you gotta have yeah. some kind of, um, it's fascinating. I love this stuff. It's, yeah. it's fun learning it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm excited to learn more about the work you're doing. That's for sure. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Um, we were, you know, obviously your specialties, online businesses, kind of course careers, that kind of stuff, messaging around that. Right. Yeah. Um, and you know, we're talking about in a sales process and a business process, but then there's just, you brought it up with the example with your son as an example with the Lego, but then there's just communication for life. Right. Right. And I know, I mean, my wife and I talk about it. We've been married for a decade plus now and, and watch, you know, some people struggle in it and it's always communication. It is. Right. Yeah. Almost always. Right. Or, or yeah. a lack thereof. Right. Yeah. You know, in, in that side of stuff, but maybe speak to a bit of just the value of becoming a great communicator. Yeah. So for me, you know, a lot of people like may even listen to this episode or they come into our programs and they're like, Brandon, mm -hmm. I understand the concepts. Like, yeah, talking about the problems is great. Mm -hmm. And I totally get it, but they still can't do it. They don't mm -hmm. nail it. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I don't really know the problems. And I was, mm -hmm. you know, they're like, I've asked my audience or I've done surveys and stuff like that. And I said, yeah, but there's two real ways to do it. Mm. It's talking from your own experience, which means listening to yourself and truly listening to your audience and, and what they're going through. And I'm not, I'm not talking surface level. I'm talking like, what are their emotions? What were mm. their mistakes? What were their thoughts? What were their fears? What were their concerns? And for me, that is a part of communication is also being able to listen, create safe environments, create mm. safe spaces truly understand someone else's perspective without letting ego or arrogance or your own desires and wants to want to come through. Mm. And I see that again, I see it all the time with students. It's like they listen to someone and they're like, yeah, but you know, what about this? Or what about that? Don't you want this? And it's like, 
dude, shut up for a second and actually listen to your people and stop trying to be right all the time, you know? Mm. And, and so for me as an effective communicator with my kids, with, um, you know, with kids, especially because, you know, here's a perfect example. It's like last night, you know, my, my wife and I were trying to get our kids down and, um, you know, sometimes it just takes a really long time. And we're like, God, we just want to sit down and like relax and connect mm-hmm. and like watch a movie. My mm-hmm. son's doing his homework and then he wasn't doing it totally right. And then we kind of like, dude, just don't, don't worry about it. Put it away. Like we're just trying to rush. And we, again, we were, mm-hmm. didn't have great communication with him and, and like, don't worry about that. You're, you're, you're like, you're not doing it right. Blah, blah, blah. Just put it away. We'll worry about it tomorrow. And then he was visibly upset. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he, I started asking, I'm like, why are you upset? What's, what's going on? And he's like, because you guys aren't listening to me and I just wanted to explain. And then our initial reaction was, dude, we were just doing that because it doesn't really matter and blah, 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 blah. And then I realized in the moment, like, oh, we totally just like skipped over what he was saying and went right mm-hmm. to our perspective. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, I was, you know, I kind of told my wife, I'm like, no, we got to listen to him. His, mm-hmm. his experience, his reality, his version of the truth was my parents are not listening to me. They're, they're not understanding my needs and concerns. And then it caused a conflict mm-hmm. and that's the same. And, and so we just got into our perspective too quickly. And I think that sort of communication is like, it also means listening, truly listening and listening to the audience. And I think that's what disrupts most entrepreneurs. It, it causes a lot of problems in relationships where, um, you know, it is possible to hear, understand, validate, and acknowledge someone else's version of reality versus someone's version of um, their experience. Even if you have your own, they can Mm -hmm. both coexist at the same time. And I think a lot of people don't think that that coexist can happen and, and it can, but you know, if you can do that with just the people around you, the relationships are going to blossom, you can do it with your audience, the marketing is going to blossom, but Mm-hmm. Knowing how to communicate, I feel like can change so many problems that people have all over the world. I mean, that's my belief. I think it all comes down to communication. Yeah, it's amazing, man. It's really good. Mm-hmm. I think it's so easy for us to be, like you said, but kind of like justified or, you know, to be to be right. This is, yeah, yeah, but, you know, yeah. this is my view. Yeah. And uh, exactly. <laughs> I remember hearing a long time, but you can be right or you can be happy, but you don't get to be both. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Um, for people to connect more with you and learn more about what you do and where are the best places for them to find you? Yeah. So we have a podcast called the new generation entrepreneur podcast, and mm-hmm. you can go there. We have a ton of episodes on just like life business perspective, but we do have a lot of, um, a lot, you know, self-development, but we also have a lot of episodes on messaging. So like, how do you start to piece this together? How do you do that? So this is a nice big blend of like communication in life, um, would Mm -hmm. be the best, best spot or on Instagram, you can go to, I am Brandon Lucero. Um, and we have a bunch of content there as well, but those are probably the best two places to go. Cool. What's been some of your, um, for you personally, as you've, you know, built these great businesses and helped a lot of people. What have been some of your favorite accomplishments along the way for yourself? Well, I think the, the biggest one, there, there's two that come to mind. Um, you know, starting a business is, it's really freaking hard. It's a, to be honest, it's a lot easier just going and getting a job and like showing up and, and mm-hmm. just getting a paycheck and coming back. And I'll be honest, there are times during this journey where I'm like, you know, I hated that. 
but mm. now I wish I had that. <laughs> like mm. maybe I should just go get a job. Maybe I should, mm-hmm. you know, like I don't want all this weight on my shoulders anymore. I can go on someone else's shoulders. Mm-hmm. And that was really hard to, you know, to, to kind of like go through. And so what I'm really proud of is like sticking through it and, and sticking through the hard times, but more importantly, growing and changing myself to be able to get through those times, like the personal mm. development journey. I didn't realize that like being an entrepreneur was a personal development journey. That's 100%. all it, it really yeah. is. And it's yeah. every freaking day. It's like, okay, I messed up here. Or I messed up with yeah. the team or this or that. And then you're always changing. So I'm, I'm proud of myself for that. Number one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but more from like a, you know, sort of big accomplishment that we've done in business is we've done several launches that have done over a million dollars and nice. the, the money's great and the money's nice. Um, mm-hmm. but the reason why that is so huge, a huge accomplishment for me is because I was broke when I started this business. I lived mm-hmm. with my in-laws for four years to try to get this business off the ground. Mm-hmm. And I remember during that period of being broke, watching um mike phil same and andy jenkins do a launch and they're kind of like the forefathers of the internet marketing world and they did this launch it was unbelievable all anyone could talk about and it was so well done the videos were well done and i remember hearing like they did a million dollar launch it was a million dollar launch like it's unbelievable it's like when someone broke the four minute mile Mm -hmm. you know it's like oh my god they broke the four minute and then all these people started breaking the four minute mile but it was like this major accomplishment that no one had really done before or talked about and they, and they did it. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying, they're going like a million dollars. That's, that's impossible. Mm-hmm. Like how on earth do they do that? I don't understand. And like back then I remember thinking like, if I would just have five to 10 grand in the bank, that to me, that was the equivalent of a million dollars. Like I was mm-hmm. like broke, yeah. broke, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, it couldn't even fathom the million dollar mark. And then when we, when we did it ourselves a few years ago, I just sat back and was like, damn. Yeah. Like we freaking did it. I did the thing that I thought was impossible. Yeah. And again, I don't want it to sound, be all about the money and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. Like that's nice, but it was just like this thing that you thought was impossible yeah. just became possible. And I was like, no, you're going to retire it. right yeah. now and be happy, you know? Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's really yeah. cool. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. What What do you wish, especially in the context we're talking around messaging, what do you wish you, what you now understand you wish you would have understood sooner on this journey? Um, team is really important. You know, mm-hmm. learning how to communicate with team boundaries with the team is really important. Um, I was really, just too open with a lot of things with the team and it caused a lot of problems like Mm. sharing numbers with them, you know, like, like guys, all right, like revenue goals. And I just didn't know how to communicate that. And then they would start to Mm. see revenue increase. And then like we had problems with team wanting more raises and feeling entitled and blah, blah. And you know, it's just a whole bunch of messes. But I was like, yeah, but you guys don't see the expenses. You don't see like Mm -hmm. we made 50 grand, but you didn't see that it cost us 45. You know, you didn't Mm -hmm. see that. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it just caused a a lot of issues there. Um, Number one. Number two is I wish I knew earlier how to balance raising a family while growing a business because Mm -hmm. we started with no kids and -hmm. then we started to have kids and then more kids. And then we have three now. Three, but okay. while the yeah. business was taking off, we were like one-year-olds, two-year-olds, three-year-olds, four-year-olds, which are incredibly demanding. Yep. And I'm not looking back. I'm not proud of how I showed up, but I have mm. also come to the realization of 
you know, you're just learning. And that's the other thing I, I wish I would have understood too, is like, it's yeah. going to be hard, but everything that's hard is going to teach you a lesson that's going to enrich your life and more. I think having that perspective would have made it a lot easier when going through those hard times. Cause anytime, anytime I go through hard times now, I'm like it, you know, just it's temporary. Mm. I don't know how long, mm -hmm. but when you're on the other side and the lessons you have are just going to enrich your life more, more mm -hmm. love, more understandings, more peace, more, all of that stuff. Um, mm -hmm. so I'd say those are the three major things that I wish I knew heading into this. Actually, me add one more. Yeah. One more is, um, patience. Mm. I, I think I didn't, I, you know, hear all these freaking stories of people building a million dollar business in a year and all of this stuff. And totally you have like this expectation and it's, it just was not my reality. I think it took me six or seven years before we hit our first million dollars. And it mm -hmm. was like four years before I hit my first hundred thousand. And mm -hmm. it, it was, it was just a grind. Um, mm. And I wish I understood that too, just like to be patient. Yeah. Those are all great, great understandings, man. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, hey, I've really enjoyed today and uh, love the conversation and it, uh, it's something that I'm just starting to learn a bit about. So having you on today is just perfect to yeah. bring more value. And so everybody, Hey, make sure you go check out again. I know most of you guys are in business of some kind, improving your messaging is going to improve your results. Bottom line. Right. Yeah. So go check out the podcast, go connect with Brandon and make sure to tag and share this episode as well. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Brandon. Yeah. Thanks for having me.